analyst Professor Somatota Fikeni based at UNISA. Professor Fikeni, thanks for uh, your time this morning. Good morning and good morning to your listeners, Sakina. So, Professor, a lot has been said about uh, this particular act and uh, many people either coming out on the one or the other side. But tell us more about this act and uh, the fact that 22 years later, uh, 22 years into a democratic South Africa, uh, it is still in existence. So what do you make of all the discussions around it? Well, I do think that... uh you had many laws which had a particular historical context and mainly targeting blacks at a certain point in time, which could not all be repealed even at the time transition was coming, and they were simply uh, adopted as uh, laws that would be kept because they could not all be adopted. They could technically be applicable, But upon closer examination, you then realize that some of them may not entirely be compatible with our current constitution, including the nomenclature. For example, you have Europeans and non-Europeans, a term that you no longer find in our constitution at the moment. And this is the same thing as the Cruelty to Animals Act of 1962, which again, the context was very different, meant to control blacks, uh, you know, from certain activities. But does that affect uh, the applicability of the Act? It may be applicable, but upon review in the Constitutional Court, a constitutional court may just force Parliament to repeal the Act so that it is compatible. So in this particular case, you may actually realize that EFF might be fighting a political battle, which might be legitimate in a sense, but in technical legal terms, they may not actually be on a very solid ground. So to that extent, they might just be aiming at saying we repealed so many laws and as such were charged under the previous laws, which is something that may give them a political capital. And then, um, you know, you, you, you actually made mention of, uh, you know, some of these laws and as they exist and uh, the wording thereof. Shouldn't these have been looked into already? And and, and shouldn't all of uh, what is no longer applicable in terms of language have been removed already at this stage? That ought to have been done if there was due diligence. But remember, the colonial and apartheid governments, at the time they came, they came up with thousands of laws. And it would have been practically impossible Uh, especially when there was no reason to tackle some of these laws, to begin to tackle each and every one of them. But it is only when they are tested in terms of their compatibility with the Constitution that you may begin to see some of them either revised or some of them falling away. And then, of course, uh, there is uh, Parliament have instructed uh, Parliament's Bills Office to work with the different departments uh, to actually get some of the apartheid legislation repealed. Do you think that uh, given what has happened now, there should be strict time frames to this process? 
There should be strict time frames to this process, and at the same time, it ought to be a multi-party effort, because if it then appears that certain parties, because their leaders are in this situation, are the ones who instigate for the change of these laws, either you may have a delay in terms of partisan wrangling, or when they are repealed, then it gives a political capital to that political party to say, we single-handedly were responsible for ending apartheid legislation. Well, Professor, and um, we're going to leave it there for the time being because it's going to be interesting to see how this process actually unfolds and whether the EFF will be successful uh, in uh, that uh, defense that they will mount. Uh, Professor Somadota Vikeni say uh, they might find that uh, the technicalities may not square up as they would see it right now. So we'll keep an eye on these developments. Uh, Political analyst Professor Somadota Vikeni. My name is Supra Obakeng Ramoyeletsi Mahumapelo, the Premier 